In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. It's over. Well, Alma, well Christmas is over. I did not get no, a fireplace. It. I checked out. The year's yeah. done. 2016. These I did, last I few didn't days get a, are... I didn't get a two out of Tacoma. We get five days of just... We're void days. These don't there's exist a, in any account. particular we'll year. Or, lame duck days. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do hope you had a Merry Christmas. Yeah. And that you're playing with all your toys today. Yeah. Since it is the day after Careful Christmas. with your drone. Yeah. Whatever you may have. But you may have Block also of, gotten a new calendar for 2017 for everybody Christmas. Everybody get their uh, day planners. Get your day planners out. <laughs> hey, I'm really excited about the day planners. I bullet journal over here. <laughs> yeah. All about that life. That was the nerdiest segue I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and you both, you both went for it. <laughs> I got my cat calendar out. Oh, God. I'll have the Himalayan mountains on my new 12-month calendar. I don't use digital calendars. I still write everything on the little squares with a Sharpie. Yeah. That's how I manage calendars. Do you cross the days off? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> the nice big X. Like, like they're prison days. Yeah, you do, don't you? You do X them off. I saw, I, you know what? I use it to write down people's birthdays. That was a habit I learned from my mother, to write down people's birthdays on a wall calendar. I, I left off all the anniversaries. Now. Yeah, yeah, Facebook does all that now. You're fine. I'll do that. But it's nice to have that reminder, you know, to know it's coming up. Well, so now that this year's over, we have 2017 to look forward to. And now that we've been doing this podcast for two years, I think we have a pretty good handle on what kind of events worth attending occur when. We should probably point city. out that we have guests. That's what I want to do. Oh, okay. Was... So that is such a Herculean <laughs> task. We've had to Herculean. bring in Herculean. <laughs> we've had to bring in reinforcements in the form of as told by OKC. With Chad Hello, and Chelsea. you all. Thanks for having us. We love hanging out with you guys. Yeah, thanks for yeah. coming back. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Well, we, we've learned through our time with you that you guys are sometimes more in the know than we are. So we feel like... Everybody has their beats that, yeah. they're, um, that they're pounding. And, you yeah. know, we're, we're still establishing ours, but we like to, like to try. Well, that's what I like between us and you guys. And like I was told by OKC and Lackmire and the Gazelle. Like if you follow all of those, you're not going to miss a thing. You're not going to miss anything that's going on. Unless those people who are putting on that thing are really bad at promoting. That's it. true. Like Meyer. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really do events. <laughs> no. So we, uh, one of the ways to prep for this, like we got so tired of talking about 2016. We're like, let's just talk about let's 2017. Just, yeah, what's going on? What's going on? on? We're moving on to 2017. So we reached out to our network of contacts and just asked people, you know, we know all these festivals and events and things they plan so far out, like most of them had to have had dates locked in at this point or at least general ideas. So we sent out some emails and asked people to, to come back to us with lists and they did. So we have, I think we have a pretty good idea of the landscape for 2017. Absolutely. And in classic Oklahoma City fashion, it is not going to be a boring year. No. Just tell me where I can drink in public. Yes. Like, those Thank are my you. favorite kinds. 
Um, really anywhere. I mean, you're welcome to drink in public anywhere. No, I like the kind <laughs> where you can go and get a wristband and buy a beer and walk right. down a street where you would normally definitely not be allowed to walk down because it's usually got cars on it or chicanes. And then, uh, <laughs> sorry, a little throwback. <laughs> and then, uh, also just drink a, drink a beer. Where can we go party outside? I didn't categorize these by that. Like you guys, you guys oh, well, were trying it. to get prepped and you didn't bring well, it up. That you well, you should categorize chronologically. Well, now that you brought it up, it's like I really do like drinking outside. That's yeah, that's one of my favorites. Well, I mean, I think all of our favorite festivals are coming back. Yes. Um, I don't festivals know. Festivals like what, Stephen? Let's see. Let's look at the. Well, while you're looking here. at that, I mean, obviously the Paseo Arts Festival, which is... Paseo Arts Festival, I don't have a date for that. That's one. always Memorial Day weekend. Or oh, always, sorry. Um, yes. Memorial it's always Day Memorial Day weekend, weekend in May. Yeah. Yes. Um, Norman Music Fest is coming back, of course. That's that's a little bit outside the OKC bubble, but... But we support those guys. And that's such a substantial festival that you have to go to it. And that's uh, April 27th. And it's also going to be their 10th year. So they're, I think they're pulling out all the stops. I know they're working on a pretty massive public art component this year that nice. has not been That's cool. part of it before. Um, so that'll be, I'm sure, fun as always. I don't go to that festival because I don't, I don't leave the metro yeah. often. See, I'm getting to be but that every, way too. I know, I'm old and grumpy. But every time, <laughs> about a month after that festival, I find myself listening to the headliner and just being mad at myself that I didn't go. Right. So that's my warning to myself for 2017. Don't be a grump next April. Just drive. It's only what, six, seven hours down there? <laughs> Easily eight. I don't really know. Uh, it depends on whether or not you stop in more to, yeah. to sleep or stay. I home. wish okay. I could catch a flight to Norman. Well, yeah. I'm just assuming Friday night traffic. So six, seven hours, yeah. get down to Norman. And uh, I'm going to go to that this year. No, I have the same thing. I don't like, I honestly don't like Norman. I'm, I'm willing to say that in public. I've said it before. But there's a big school down there. The last two times I've gone to Norman have been for Norman Music Fest. And both times I was dreading it all the way up to there. And then once I was there, I had a fantastic time. Yeah. Um, I think one of the last times I went down to Norman was to go to the deli and was dreading going down there. And yeah, it was awesome. Hanging or was that one there. time that we were dreading to go down there, but then we went and saw Shine. And right. It was one of the we saw Shine. Oh, yeah, that one time that I missed going yeah. down there. Yeah, yeah the one Let time. Go. Didn't go. Well, so then 2017, no regrets. Yep. <laughs> so you're going to get that tattooed uh, on you? No regrets. Do, do it before they start raising the taxes <laughs> on the tattoos. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I did not get a date, but I'm. I know Plaza Fest is coming back. Um, Certainly. That's usually, when was that, June, uh-huh. July? I don't know. And then I'm sure there's, uh, I think the uh, Herd on Herds in Edmond, which is kind of like our old uh, H&8. Yeah. Those are going to be continuing through Citizens Bank at Edmond. Yep. Dead Center Film Festival, of course, June is coming 8th. back. June is that right? 8th? Yep. June 8th. June 8th. Nailed it. Through. Nailed and it. And you only have a couple of days left. Five days left to buy your pass at a discount. They're only a hundred bucks in December. So that's right. And go we buy them right now. We submitted a short film. We submitted our forty-eight hour film to it. Have you heard they anything did. yet? Nope. All right. They don't really start. Yeah, they don't. Selecting they don't say anything. Until yeah, the deadline for submissions is like middle uh, of January. No, I we'll think see. what happens is the minute they get a film, they rip it open, gather their entire <laughs> staff, and watch it. No, that's because they do not. I know for a fact yeah, that's not, for a fact, true. That's not uh, the case. Yeah. Uh, I thought that's what they did. Nope. <laughs> 
It, that would be a miracle if they could pull that off. I think but maybe the only, only person that watches every single film every year is probably Kim. Uh, Shane. Oh, yeah, it was uh, Shane, Shane Smith watches every or, film watches, every year. Yeah, well, watches, as far as staff, I mean, Shane is well, that's full-time not, staff. Yeah, Kim, he's not but, full-time staff. Um, what else festival? I mean, we're forgetting. I feel like, well, I mean, I'm sure what, the what about Mardi Gras? Back. Mardi Gras ball. That's not a festival. Aww. But we can speak and I mean, um, rest assured, your festivals are coming back. Okay, find out. the actual H and H with the um, DNA, I is that not coming heard, back? I haven't heard anything. Uh, um, and one Scratch of the, that. Uh, I would have I would have expected some information of that coming from some of our sources, and it didn't come back. So I don't know what that means. What about the blues festival? Oh yeah, there was a blues Bricktown festival. does their series of little blues fest, reggae fest, things like that. I, I don't uh, know where that the festival stands. where we met little Joe McLaren. Yeah, I, again, I didn't, I didn't get info back. Um, I would have expected that again from some of our sources. Uh, real quick, I'm going to use that to segue to um, what I got from downtown OKC. Which, if you don't know, downtown OKC, they're like the mothership of all districts in Oklahoma city, most they districts really in Oklahoma city. They, they cover Bricktown, film row, central business district, automobile alley, deep deuce. I used to know there's like the eight river. of them that they were over. And I used to be able to name them all, but they don't I have can't. anything to do over the river. Do they? Uh, I don't think directly that has its own governing board, control board or whatever. Um, but all your favorite DOKC stuff is happening. A couple of parking days, Downtown Employee Appreciation Day, which is actually kind of fun if you work downtown. If you um, like eating pizza in four minutes like, or less, yes. and you're one of the first 12 and a half people to get there, <laughs> you can enjoy that. I look forward to taking part in that in 2017, because I work downtown now. I'm, I'm just bitter because I got there late last year. Yeah. See, I, and I got a straight I, shot into Bricktown from my office, and I'm going down there, and I'm going to eat an entire pizza I know I did, this time. Was last year the one they did, did like the tour of, the little tour of new, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> um, they're big ones, though, I think, from my perspective, are Starlight Supper. Uh, that's coming back April 6th, and it's 60 bucks, and it sold out, like, in a minute last yeah. year. So if you want to do that, make sure you're paying attention. Uh, Brick or Treat, which is way far into 2017, but that's become a huge thing. They had, like, 20,000 people or something show up to that last year. It was, well, it's was either that ridiculous. or go to Mesta Park. Yes. Um, One of the two. But if you don't follow Downtown OKC, which they have like 100,000 Twitter followers or something like that, so I'm wow. sure you probably do already, but you should follow it because they have tons of stuff. Sign up for their newsletter. They send that out. And they all, all those ladies make appearances on you know the morning oh, shows everywhere. and on our podcast. And They're you know, everywhere. They're catch every them on event. Dave they were here for our party the other night. Yep. They, I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the DOKC stuff and they also have a couple of cool initiatives again they're doing another uh, we just saw the completion of jack's mural in well, Town. Yeah, the octopus um and they just issued another uh call artist call for a mural on classen it's a thirty thousand dollar artist fee which is actually a huge, that is huge. thirty thousand wow. yeah where so on it's uh it's like 13th in classen there's like a senior living building a tall white like building. I never noticed it the until they sent this out. Right around there. I think it's just north of the Catholic Charities building. So I think it's, okay. it's about yeah. 13th. Um, that would that would just be the far west side. It's just of a big the white wall that faces class. And I never noticed it until they put it to call it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be a great spot for a mural. So if you're 
you do have to go through, I did read this, you have to go through the muralist, there's a muralist training class that the city puts on that you're supposed to go through. And muralist they teach you, training. They teach you all about how to permit and the logistics of making a mural and all that kind of You've stuff. You've got to give them kudos for that. I that was is awesome. Say, that, that's either really cool or just the worst thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> well, I think what's cool is it, it kind of brings to light, it, it's problem solving is what it is because yeah. there are so many problems with the muralists. Not 2016 the, saw a lot of 2016 <laughs> saw a lot of issues with muralists trying to accomplish their goals and finding roadblocks. And this sounds like their resolution to that. Well, and hopefully this will be the one where we'll finally get the mural of the Kool-Aid man busting through a brick wall. Yeah. That would be awesome. Awesome. Be driving down I think senior shirt. I'm we submitting need, that. We need MHM as a mural. The MHM logo. On uh, the I'm pretty wall. sure there's a rule about incorporating logos oh, into. I think that's called advertising. Oh, yeah. That's a billboard. Um, but advertising's, yeah. But then also, be, besides <laughs> that mural, they're getting ready to open their artist invitational, too, where they basically, that's, if you saw last year, Adam Lindman's Skyline Timeline was an example. They basically opened up law school. And they let artists just submit ideas like, hey, I think we'd be really cool if we did a thing over here on that empty lot. And then they fund it. So wow. it's pretty, pretty legit. So if you're an artist there's some opportunities downtown okc is your best friend love those uh, guys well what else we got coming up well we, you mentioned uh let's switch over to like some of the events mardi gras balls pretty early on it is coming february 18th, 18th and that's the big 612 fundraiser and if you guys have never been to 612 it's in the paseo at 29th and lee it is the brainchild of amy young she has done a fabulous job out there she's got a preschool out there mm-hmm. there's a, a a uh, an urban farm out there led Chickens. by a friend Paul Mays. Yep, he might have heard on our second episode <clears throat> that I learned. I didn't know this, but that curb cut thing that they yeah. did, the rainwater—that's the only one in I think this the first one that's ever been cleared in the <sighs> city. That's awesome. So they basically like noticed one day that all the rainwater runs down the street right past this point yeah. of the curb. So they just cut the curb out and divert the water into the garden. Yep. And if, and he uh, and Ron, uh, Ron Paul put a bunch of swells down there too. So it captures all that street water yeah. and just saves it up in their urban farm. So Marty Stores Wall Ball it. is a freaking awesome time. Yeah, you guys need to support 612. Dress up, put on a tux. Yeah, yeah we the, wear tuxedos. It's the, one, it's the thing I get the most dressed up for. It is. So we're talking like... Color I mean, shirt. Or oh, like, coat and tails. They and went all top hat and cane. Yeah, and white yeah gloves. no, I can see those guys doing that. Steven, <laughs> you I, just got had, I, I bought a up. really nice suit. Okay. He went to. Um, I'm talking like men's warehouse or like, no, no, we're talking like GQ fashion. GQ fashion. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. those Although guys last out there year I actually wore, um, I wore a button up shirt with overalls. I kind of went like the complete opposite. <laughs> like I was dressed up coming from the bayou. <laughs> oh my well, because we uh, they uh, um, each year Amy brings up a Zydeco band. Yeah, yeah. Wow, a live Zydeco band, typically from Louisiana. Yep. This so is the same, Zydeco this, music. The band this year, the band uh, the, this will be the third Mardi Gras ball. So it'll be the same band from the first Mardi okay, Gras. Okay, it's ball. not going to be Nathan and the Zydeco Cha Chas. No, uh-huh, I know no. those, they're not coming back. <laughs> yeah, they were. They got little, the boot. They were a little fun to deal with. They were a little fun. Primo. You got any more than fruits? <laughs> and then, let's see, that's February. Oh, we skipped over Glitter Ball. Did we? Glitter Ball. That, that was in, the very first ball that we ever went to. As Yep. Well, that's coming back January 28th. $125 oh, general admission tickets. Unless you volunteer. 
uh, unless you volunteer. Unless you volunteer. I don't know what the. I don't know if it's completely free if you volunteer or if they're doing something different. I haven't heard that yet, but yeah. Well, one twenty five sounds like a little bit higher price than previous years. Yeah. Well, they keep up in the game in there every year, and I think if I had to guess, there were so many people there last year. It was year. unbelievably crowded. That maybe that ticket price is like, let's crank that up a little bit. And it is what I would officially call nuts to butts. Yeah. And that's not even it took the, forever to get a drink. The $215 VIP ticket. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Somebody How do you get one of those shows up at your house and picks you up and takes right. you there and <laughs> drives uh, you no, home No, you later. just get to go on the other side of the rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You but typically actually, get the, there, there's better food on that side of the rope. There's better food and there's a, like a bar just for one that One bar area. just for the VIP. Well, uh, I think one of, the, one of the years they used, uh, I think, Allison's, a couple of Allison's pop-up shops. They did. Like half of them. There's these little like exclusive VIP oh, the sections domes, and they're yeah. the domes. I don't know if they didn't do that the, last year. Nah, uh-uh. I think they need all the floors. But just to give you an idea of the cool stuff that happens. So that's a, even though it gets cold in Oklahoma winters, we're still throwing outdoor parties. Oh yeah, outdoor parties. Well, you know that's uh, Kent is Myers is another one of his events. He does does the Mardi Gras ball and many 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 other events. And he's like the I'm becoming realize that he's like the king of tents. Tint events, which is kind of funny because he's changed name, it into tint events. Well, his name is Kent, which is kind of a <laughs> mixture of king and tent. <laughs> Got a segue <laughs> from that. Steve. There you go. Uptown on Cork. Before that, though, if we're sticking with the calendar year, March 4th is uh, the Red Tie Night, which is oh, a yeah. fundraiser for the Oklahoma AIDS Care Fund. Yep. Kind of. Throw that in there. Uh, previously, they've been at the Cox Convention Center. They're moving to the Cowboy Hall of Fame this year, so oh, that's nice. like that's a beautiful venue. A big, that's a good move, I think, it as is. far as venues go, yeah. and that's a pretty cool event. So, wanted to mention that. Uh, but Uptown Uncorked is also in March. It'll be March thirtieth, and uh, we couldn't be more excited to invite all of Oklahoma City to come to our fair neighborhood. What goes on in Uptown Uncorked? Drinking, lots <laughs> of drinking. <laughs> Well, I do recall that yeah. from the one I went to two years if ago. If you can remember what happened, you're not doing it, right? <laughs> we had some fun stuff happen after an Uptown Uncorked one night. Yeah, drinking. we won't bring that up on the show. We'll right go ahead and let that pass. <laughs> so that's probably smart. Uptown Uncorked is... Oh, oh yeah. That's <laughs> right. I had to think about that okay. one for a second. <laughs> there it is. Uh, it's the fundraiser for Uptown 23rd. Yes. And 40 to 50% of our neighborhood's annual budget comes from that event. We ask businesses to support it. We ask locals to buy tickets. And we ask the uh, restaurants of 23rd to show up with the food. And they do. And and they, man, they really man, do. they do. So it's the only place in the city where you can grab great food from... Cheevers, Drake, and we're not we're not talking truck, like uh, plates of cold empanadas or anything right. either. I mean, right? It's, good it's just food. everybody's got stuff to eat. Uh, it, it really everybody on Twenty Third participates in some way um, to really just celebrate the great work that's happening along Twenty Third, and all the money goes to the annual budget for Uptown Twenty Third. Byron's works through all their distribution channels and brings in all the beer and wine. And so basically you show up, you grab a glass, you grab a plate, and you just try everything yeah. you want and hang out with I your mean, friends. I mean, for the drinks, it's almost like a miniature beer festival because you can get just try a little bit of every beer that is but available beer there. Wine. But then it's mixed up with wine, too. Yep. Yeah. So we've got local beers. You've got other beers from around the country. 
there's always something kind of unexpected that just sort of like last year they had green flash um from california um just showing up doing some beer tastings um there's plenty of wine as well though that's I'm less familiar with that. You should get Vanessa Beer House. Vanessa, man, those guys should be everywhere. They should. Yeah. They also do a raffle with really cool stuff that you can kind of throw your tickets towards if you want to try to win a crazy prize. I don't know if some of our listeners remember this, but one of our first Facebook page cover photos was the three of us sitting in the back of the pickup truck that we call Dewey. In theater seats from the tower that you, that Stephen won, and we did auction those off. I think one of the first years, yeah, threw those in the back of the truck, and that was, I think, one of our first pictures. And that's that is at least that was at least a year to a year and a half before there was ever even a thought about this space, right? Yeah, that's true. That's just a coincidence. Yeah, what'd you do with those? Uh, they're currently in storage. I'm I'm waiting to get them refurbished that would be great uh, to have them out here in the waiting room uh, it would have been it would have been <laughs> plans change yeah things change uh <laughs> so they'll they'll get refurbished i, I you know I, my my experience with stuff like that and like this is that the right time will present itself the right person will come along or the this right situation true. where this it's like true. oh yeah by the way i refurbish old historic furniture really well, I've got yeah, I specialize it. in theater seats. Yeah, <laughs> you're just gonna wait around for that person to cross paths. It'll happen eventually. All right. I'm, I've already. Hey, I, I, that, that, that's kind of how we ended up in this space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got actually I got the contact information for the company that refurbished the seats that are still in the theater, um, but it was a it was more of a large scale like renovation firm that was part of a concept gotcha. contractor. I refurbished my it didn't, dining it didn't chairs. Feel, it didn't feel quite right to me. So. I can take a stab at it if you want. Actually, my thought right now is the first thing that needs to happen is they need to be, they're designed to be bolted to the concrete. So right now they're like bolted to this two by four oh. and they're kind of flimsy. And so in my head, the first thing I need to do is like establish a base for them and get them like mounted. Um, and I've actually been toying around with the idea that uh, my good friend Josh uh, from Novello and Steel might be the right person mm-hmm. to, to build that base and possibly even refinish the wood parts of it. Nice. Um, Unless you wall mounted them like a deer head. (laughs) Hmm. Possibly. Harder to sit in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's not, that's not really jiving with me. Uh, Okay. I hate it when you guys fight. But anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Uh, Uptown Uncorked. Between now and then, I will, if you own a business, Chelsea or I will be contacting you to support that event, either through a donation or through a raffle item. We uh, have donated our time over the last year and a half to be on that board, and you know, we just we love this neighborhood, and so well, that's I guess our, technically our we're, angle. Part, we're, we're part of that association now. Uh, if if I pay the money, I'm becoming right. pay your okay. yearly dues. You got Which to. It's, it's on the list of things to do. Okay, that's what everybody says, <laughs> Stephen. You can't still donate. <laughs> Put me on the spot. So there's some other things that happen in Uptown from time to time that. I haven't seen any dates for or any talk of, but what about um, Open Streets? Okay, see, are there any plans to bring that back up here? Anybody heard? You know, I I could speculate, but it would be purely that. Yeah. I, I mean, think it's a great street for Open Streets. I would hope that they would yeah, continue. Yeah, I feel like it's building each time it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know one of the things Open Streets is trying to do is branch out, hence why they did the Capitol, was it Capitol Hill one, and right. then they did the Robinson Bridge. So they're trying to like bring that same 
realization to other parts of the city, like, hey, this is a great place. You guys can come out and have a community atmosphere. And, and to be clear, stuff. that is not one of the festivals that you can drink in public. Nope, no, I didn't learn that the hard way, like, <laughs> thankfully. But the first time I went to Oma Streets, I definitely did drink several beers up and down 23rd. And then the second year, I learned that it's not an open nope. streets. <laughs> yeah, open streets. It's not, it's not an, an open, open container, container streets. <laughs> it's just open. That's street. why it's awesome to have it on 23rd because you can. Right. Well, now yeah, you can open. absolutely bar hop. During you can pop open. in, but you can't. Right. leave with that drink. Well, you know, as, as that's an interesting thing to bring up. Um, since it's still um, 2016, the uh, New Year's Eve parties occurring in Uptown oh, this I year. Guess, Everyone yeah. has foregone doing any kind of cover charges. Yeah, no you, cover charges at any of the bars. If you want to go to right. Pump or Uptown. Savings and Loan or wow. Rockford, there's no they cover. Want, and they're they encouraging will, bar hopping. They will all have a champagne toast at midnight wherever yep. you're at as long as you land in one of those three by midnight. You got yourself a toast. It's really cool. I feel like we see this in Uptown, especially with the pump and then Rockford. And soon we'll hopefully have Bunker online and then Savings and Loan, of course. They all want to have that community yeah. and that walkability between the bars. So it's really cool that they are wanting you to actually go to all three, potentially four, potentially five mm -hmm. bars yeah. on that strip. Yeah, well, what, what looks like competition are actually business owners that are all good friends across the board Absolutely. and really yeah. want the neighborhood to thrive, not just their business. They, they recognize that they're a piece of a bigger story being told. And New Year's Eve is just a great example of that working together. Well, and, and another, I'm going to steal this opportunity because you just reminded me that um, another example of that was the let's fix this. We, um, I sit on that board and we reached out to them because we did a capital day during the swearing in and we had thought it'd be fun to do a crawl that night. And reached out to them. I mean, really last minute, it was kind of all off the cuff and every single one of them was just like, yes. I mean, I reached out to Haley first because I have the best relationship with her. And she's like, oh, you just, just call Anna. She'll be on this in a heartbeat. And that was exactly it. And in fact, she's doing, uh, this is the 26th, so the 28th. 28th, yep. There's a, an event that they're doing at Rockford that's kind of a, it's not New Year's Eve, but it's kind of like a say goodbye to 2016. And that's going to be a fundraiser for Let's Fix This as well. Nice. Um, and... Right now, I, I haven't confirmed this with the pump, but I have no doubt in my mind that they're on board. But both Rockford and Savings and Loan have committed to doing capital crawls after every capital day um, for Let's Fix This, which, by the way, Let's Fix This is doing a capital day every month during legislative yes. session wow. in 2017. So go follow Let's Fix This if you want to get engaged and help change some stuff, then that's the way to do it. I love that. 2016 did not go so hot. In that no. department. <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, and uh, not to leave out Gaiutis. Gaiutis is also one of these bars. They're, they feel a little alienated being at sort of the far end well, they, of they the kinda, life. They are, they're the western anchor of yeah. Yeah, but I think, this pub uh, crawlable area. You know, this might be a good way to segue into some of the things we think are going to happen in 2017. Bring it. Mm -hmm. Bring it. Um, what do we think is going to happen? So, I mean, we'll we talk about the Bunker Club. That is definitely opening. Uh, the Bunker Club is definitely coming. That'll be, uh, I think, probably mid-January at this point. Um, and then we have speculation about a bar going in at 23rd and Dewey, 23rd and Dewey in the, in the basement the north, of the northwest corner of 23rd and Dewey. Yeah. What was the first thing bank. like in that building then officially? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah Cannot wait. Mm -hmm. Which Cannot that'll be a wait. nice little bridge towards Guy Yeah. And we, we literally have almost no idea of what's going in there, but 
which ranged from everything from like kind of like a spy bar to a speakeasy, speakeasy style bar. Like a legitimate speakeasy, like you like might you gotta, have to find the door. And, you have to have a special code to get in, or, or it's an unmarked door that you have to be told day, to go yeah. into. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like if you've ever been to that spy bar in uh, Detroit. No. What is that town? I don't Milwaukee. Really, I don't really leave uh, Oklahoma Milwaukee. City. <laughs> Milwaukee. There's a cool yeah, bar in so Milwaukee. Yeah, so, that, so Milwaukee would be north of 63rd Street. Yes, it's north of 63rd Street. Gotcha. <laughs> That's past Edmund, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's this bar in Milwaukee called uh, Spy Bar, and you have to go down a dark alleyway, and on this south wall of this tall building is one little light in this lamp, and it shines down on a door, and you just pull this handle on it, and you go in, and you're standing in what looks like, um, I don't know, in a World War II era office. And you're just standing there, and then all of a sudden a TV comes on, and you see people inside of a bar, and it won't open, and the door doesn't open. And then the bartender asks you some questions, and he goes, "Come on in." And he pushes a button, and a bookcase opens up, no and way. you walk down a hallway, <laughs> and you get right to the bar. And then when you're at the bar, you see that the people inside the bar were watching you on another TV. And then oh. the whole place is spy themed, like all these little rooms and stuff with. So I'm you know hoping what? for something similar to that over here. But We found a bodega in Miami Beach, but you just walked through the men's urinals to a bar. Like it, it wasn't as really it wasn't as cool. And once you got into the bar, it was it was weird. It was a taco stand with like 10 people eating food. And then you walk through the men's room into a bar of like 400 people. It was massive. I thought it was kind of like a dust till dawn themed bar. Too. No way. But it was it was pretty cool. We just Wait, kept seeing people going bar? into the bathroom, just just piles of people going to the bedroom <laughs> and no one would leave. So, yeah, we, we uh, gathered before, our courage and we tried. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. What was the theme of the bar? It was kind of like a dust till dawn. <laughs> Not vampires, okay. but, you know, kind of that, that, that style. That gothic of, look? Yeah, a little bit, but like Western gothic kind of look. Yeah, Western gothic. That's what, on South Beach, uh, they have... Uh, the mixed, uh, what you, like the slushy drinks, the slushy alcoholic drinks, those machines like, on the sidewalk, you can just go and they yeah. have one. Like they have a, all up and down like Bourbon, in, Street. Like Bourbon Street, but this is in South Beach. They have one called Call a Cab. Like that's the name of the drink. And it's just wow. like this alcoholic slushy. Throw Damn. it down on the counter. And then the next thing you know, you're yelling at the guy about some damn brown <laughs> book. That's, that's why we're missing in Oklahoma City bars that serve those kinds of slushy alcoholic beverages. Well, maybe we'll get one. There you go. There's an idea. There you go. You can have that. We know one Somebody. more. We know one more that's going to fill in 23rd really nice. Help move that along a little. Chicken beer should chicken be coming, beer. and that's actually going to be before the end of 2016. So really, that should be it's something about to, to look open. forward to. Yeah, we have. No, we can't word. talk about it. It's 2016. Oh, okay, fine. I guess you no. still don't want to know. You don't want to know. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> this is a place that serves. Chicken wings and beer. Is and that what one I'm, more could you need? That's exactly that's, what it is. And it's, and it's, and it's going to be over in those little houses over by where um, like Cuppies and Joe is and right in front of Guernsey. Oh, uh, take like, over the barbecue spot? Yeah, yep. exactly. Uh, exactly. Mm. So I, I feel I, I feel unless, hopefully it's not the same owner as that, but I have to call out like that barbecue place deserved to go. It did. <laughs> I didn't like it. It's not, not even. It's not the same ownership group. Uh, I have nothing but the highest of hopes for chicken beer. Yeah. I think it's going to be not just a reputable addition of the city, but it's going to be a champion for great food and I great environment, wait. great it's everything. Awesome. I mean, their their push, and they open. We should say this: they open December twenty ninth. Yeah, December twenty ninth. So, so that'll days. be their their open. So go check that out. But their whole thing is, 
local beer, local chicken, local everything. <laughs> so I feel, I feel protective of uptown when yeah. new businesses come in. Uh, and my, my fear is that they're not going to understand the neighborhood. These mm. guys to me already feel like they understand the neighborhood and I'm not pitching for them. I don't know them. Um, they did invite us to come by in a day or two and we're going to definitely check that out and we couldn't be more excited for them. But it just feels like they know the lay of Uptown 23rd and they're really coming in at just the right time and offering something that I want. I want more chicken wings. We want chicken wings. We want them right now. About this, yeah, like well, two weeks ago. Yeah, you were talking like, oh, you, we should just create a truck that's just wings. Yeah, because they make they'll make these wings out at their camp their wings. Camp wings where they it's like a fifty gallon steel drum with a metal grate on it that they put on a fire and then they dump a bag of wings on it. Yeah, and, and then once they cook. Delicious. Yeah, and then once they cook on that for a while, then you throw them in boiling peanut oil for a little bit, crisp them up, and then you dump them in your uh, Frank's and butter. With like, a wow, stick of butter. Yeah. We just need somewhere here locally that so now you just do. does wings like that. Now you do. I don't know if they do wings like that, but will serve me wings, and it's, I don't have to go all up to well, I, BW3s I or I can't whatever. remember where I read about I think it was actually in the Gazette that mm -hmm. they're going to kind of predominantly feature kind of Korean-style fried wings, right. which is a... a a rice flour, which really gives it that crispy okay. texture that you probably had at well, other Asian I, well, restaurants. And, and I, I've, yeah, I've, yeah. Done, I've experimented with that before, like making my wings with some kind of breading on them or making them just, I like that breading. It kind of, it does, it has a little bit of crunchiness and flavor to it that plain wings don't, don't offer. I'm just excited. Well, I mean, I'm from Salt Lake City and one of my favorite parts of my old neighborhood was that we could walk to our wings place Drink a few pitchers of beer, which we don't really do pitchers here yet. That uh -oh. would be nice. That'd be a nice reform. I am just eat wings and watch the game. And I don't have a place like that in, in anywhere in Oklahoma City that I can walk to, certainly, that just feels comfortable and feels like home. I know you can go to wings places that serve great wings, but they don't feel homey and kind of comfortable right. to me. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of hoping chicken beer will, will occupy that space in my life. I'm really looking forward to that. And that's a unique enough concept for 23rd. Like, we don't really have yeah. that. Like, even the restaurants that are here, nobody like can't. Nobody serves wings. I've had good well, wings pump, at places, but they, the pump, they, they still have their places. wings. I don't even know. I, I think they, they still have the wings, but I don't ever. That's not what I order when I go to the pump. Yeah. Who orders anything but tots, though, really? Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're well, specials, well man. <laughs> that usually, I always, I, the only time I ever eat there is if um, whatever special they have is something that I want, or unless it's Street Taco Tuesday. Right, which is now a regular thing. And by the way, mac and cheese Wednesday is a regular thing. Uh, their mac and cheese is and the one they had last night regular was a stir fry mac and cheese. Which, when I saw it and I heard about it, I was like, I don't think that, I don't think I like that. And then I went and ate it, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it's always awesome. good. Damn, awesome. I'm hungry. The kitchen yep. never ceases to amaze me. Yep. <laughs> well, Bunker Bunker Club won't have food. Is that correct? They're going to serve Coney classic dogs. Coney dogs, Coney chili dogs. cheese mm. Coney dogs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ian's been working on the chili recipe in his kitchen lately. Yeah, they, they were serving um, Coney's at the pump a couple of weeks ago, and I think that was one of their initial test little, runs of what you might beta, be getting at the pump. Beta test. Wow. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I can't wait. So if you keep going up 23rd, uh, we've got two different sources that have told us that the Gold Dome deal is dead. So groceries. no natural so, grocers yeah. in the Gold Dome. No, for now, there's nothing that's happening there. Can we that go back to my original idea of a skating rink? 
<laughs> I, I think that the space is circular, so I guess that that's. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing it it's circular happen. and tiled floors. It's probably ready to go. Let's do it. I man, I have real high hopes that something great will happen there. But we've heard it from two different sources that 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 deal's dead. Yeah. And and I would call them reputable sources. That that location who actually is know. struggles. I think it's a. Con- I don't know that it's the location as much. Well, as I, I guess just the the building. The building so it's awesome because it's super unique, and it sucks because it's super unique because you can't. It's so hard to build in a um, circle. Even the plans for that grocery store, I was like, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Like, it kind of made sense, but yeah, I'd love for it to be a grocery store. We need it for it to be a grocery store. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Be nice. To me, that that feels like the kind of thing that a Trader Joe should have gone to. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're not over at uh, 63rd and Western, so. <laughs> hey, they got to start somewhere. And they are killing That's it true. over there, let me say. You can yeah. put a lot of cool stuff in there. And and maybe, and I'm a huge proponent of local, but maybe a local just wouldn't work. Maybe you do throw something in there that's not local, that is still very funky and will match the neighborhood mm-hmm. well, that really can put the money behind having that special location that they can be really proud of on a national level. And maybe that works perfectly for them, but... I think it'd be really hard because of what you're talking about, Stephen, for a local business yeah. to come in and just transform the space. It's gonna be tough. And we don't have a lot of nationally recognizable brands on 23rd. I mean, most everything is local, except for I guess the Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be coming. Well, and all of the other the chain food. restaurants <laughs> that are here. My Taco oh, no, Bell on 23rd Street. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Taco Bell and Arby's. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not thinking. Yeah, I'm not thinking of fast food. I'm. Oh. He's thinking of quality. Yeah, I'm thinking of like good places. So you're I'm not, not saying like you don't want a TGI Fridays to go in the Gold Dome? No, not a T. No, I wouldn't want to. But like, I don't mind Dunkin' Donuts. Um, <laughs> that's that awesome. will be really exciting to see that corner. This is what is that, Harvey? Yeah, and right. East what about Chiefs? like a Hard Rock Cafe in the Gold no. Dome? No. no, those are. I think Can you edit that, Stephen? Yeah, I wouldn't take that. Out. I didn't think that. They're not even starting new ones of those. They can't. Yeah, be. I think they're just closing them down and selling off the collections. Uh, a national, um, like a clothing store, a national one could come in and use the space well, but most of those are going to go into malls. Mm-hmm. So it would take the right retailer but man it could be a really cool space it almost could be a small mall i mean if blue seven would just put up a second shop think about how big blue seven is like drop that in the gold dome you really square footage is not that different (laughs) somebody's got a shell struck silence You guys don't go to Blue Seven, so they don't Wait, sponsor the show. Wait, how could you possibly go well, to Blue that's, Seven? That's actually, you north know what? That's actually in a building that <laughs> used to be an old movie often. theater, right? <laughs> oh, I guess it is. That yeah, used to be an old movie theater there, there at May and uh, Grand, I think. Yep. We only go during Christmas time because it's so far out of our reach. It is north of Sixty Third, you know, so yeah. we never go up there. Why do you go there? What's there? It's the perfect Christmas gifts. The really? Just okay section. It really just has all the okay things I need. Yeah, I like it. Like, what? Well, give me some idea. Because well, I need to, I got some Christmas well, shop. Oh, wait, no, no, I already did all my Christmas <laughs> shop. What so, great selection of local <laughs> local stuff. Uh, great place for raw denim or denim of any kind, really. A lot well, of the high quality kind. Like, good Thunder t shirts. Okay. Great handmade things from OK, from Oklahoma just makers that are in their little section over there. Awesome. It's just really cool. Really well, really well curated. You can okay. keep it local cards there. Excellent. Um, yeah. 
It's a good one. Okay. It's like well, hipster paradise. I used to live pretty close to there, but I had, I had never gone in there. Um, well, I'll have to go check it out. Blue check seven. it out. Yeah, that is kind of getting out of the bubble do, a little bit. Little I do bit want us to, I feel like we're... Yeah, it is hard. I mean, we all live and love this street, but before we leave 23rd Street, we do have to talk about the tower. Yes. Theater. Oh yeah, you got yes. you got some info for us. I think, and I think maybe this is exclusive information. I haven't heard anybody else talk about this yet. But wait, let's just go ahead and call it exclusive. It is exclusive. This own is, the space, hearing, Stephen. Yeah. Own the space. It first. Exclusive content. The Tower Theater, and this unfortunately is not going to be what you necessarily probably want to hear, but it will operate within the first quarter of 2017, which means by March there will be a show in that building. And I want to pin this down a bit. And yes, you're right. That is very exciting news. I want to pin it down a bit. What do you mean by show? So the information that I have is there are already bids out, offers out to some regional touring bands. I don't know any specifics on names. And even if I did, I probably couldn't have told you. Um, but there's offers out. So nothing is locked in yet. But I mean, we're talking a, a good, good regional act coming in so not national but regional i would imagine regional i mean i'm thinking the size of this venue is more of a regional maybe small national like an act. example of I, mean, a regional I think band you charge like high Steve. for a national though and yeah do something nice and cozy. yeah so I, I don't know the exact level of band that they're talking about but i know that they're they're confident enough in the timing to have put offers out and they're they're actually they just started building out i can tell you this from direct knowledge they just started building out the back bar inside the theater space. That was kind of one of the last things they were, were waiting on. Curtains went in a couple weeks ago. Nice. Um, and so they just started building out the back bar. And as soon as that's done being constructed, there's some last minute permitting and inspections that have to be done on that. Um, and then if all of that clears up sooner than later, uh, they will program some local stuff in there in between whatever their first booked act is from, from out of the, out of the area. Exciting. So potentially as early as February, definitely by March. So maybe dead center screenings, something like that. Um, there's actually, well, uh, I'm, I've been in talks with, since we got that information, um, I started pulling some strings and turning some gears with people at dead center. Um, we, we might be programming something in there even earlier than the dates that I'm telling you. My limited experience with Dead Center is waiting in line to not get to see something. So I would surely love more screens. Yeah. So, yeah. um, This is true. You know, they, one of the things that Center did recently is they sort of reformed into an institute, which ultimately just means that their commitment to year round programming and education and all that kind of stuff. So the festival is a big part of it, but their presence will definitely grow throughout the year. And you're seeing that already. They're doing a bunch of like workshops and stuff and they're they're traveling around to different counties and doing different education programming and stuff like that at schools. And so it's becoming a really valuable resource for us. It's great. And then one of my big goals will be once the tower is operating to have Joshua path play a show there somehow. I do want to do that. It's a very small fan base here, but they are fiercely loyal. Fiercely uh, loyal. Oh, uh, we will pack it. All two of us. We will fill up that theater. You know, I, was a, path. I, I ran a venue for a couple of years and your love of an artist does not fill a venue. 
I lost a lot of money assuming that. But there's I had ways to, to fill a venue. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. Uh, it will. Yeah. It will not be my love for Joshua Path that'll fill the venue. But are you? Um, are you talking about blackmail? Where there's you gonna blackmail all your there's friends? A will, there's a way. Free beer and oatmeal cream pies <laughs> will fill that theater. This was cake rolls. Back to you, Stephen. <laughs> Back to me. I'm looking at my list. We're crossing now into um, like things that are going to be opening. Uh, so more along the lines of the bunker clubs and things like that. I, I think you might have added this, and I'm really oh, I know what this is now. The Insomnia Cookies. What is that? In Midtown. Yeah, we're going to shift over to Midtown. Uh, Insomnia uh, is a cookie distributor that features uh, late night hours for those of us with late night cravings. This is like the 4 a.m. You can roll in and get some cookies. I don't have a lot of personal experience being up that late, but they (laughs) they specialize in in late hours. And so it'll be fantastic. Kind of like those donut shops in in, uh, Dallas that open at midnight. You yes, kind of. Really we're getting one of those. We're getting one of those up at sale. Please do sometime soon. Yeah, but I tell you, four a.m. is my favorite time of day. If you're open at four <laughs> and you're near me and it's in walking distance and you're going to sell a donut, I'll come buy it. <laughs> is it because you've woken up at three thirty? No, 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 Just checking. Just checking. A lot of times when I go to bed, it's when most people are starting to start their day. Yeah. Right. We got another good one in Midtown. Yeah, Midtown, Midtown is also right now. They're doing a lot of cool stuff because you can go to the pop-ups and all that good stuff in Midtown. Well, I guess yeah. you won't. No, you can't. You've done yeah, your Christmas shopping. Are, yeah, that's yeah, done. With that. <laughs> Industry flea will yeah. be back. That's true. Don't um, forget, Nix is open now. Nix is, is open. Nix is open. But one thing that I think a lot of people have been excited for is Commonplace Books. Commonplace Books will have is, a physical location. What is Commonplace Books? So Commonplace Books is um, the first indie bookstore that the city will have, and it is well-awaited in that indie bookstore community, I guess uh. you could say. So right now, actually, Ben, the owner, has a really cool little pop-up place that you can go to. It's over, like, right in that same strip as Chirps and Cheers. It's, they're almost neighbors, even. So oh, you can okay. go in, and it's really beautiful. Like, you go in, and instead of having just sections of books on religion or, like, math or whatever book you're looking for, <laughs> he actually curates it based on, like, the type of person who might read it or the story that it might kind of tell so it's really cool because if you are the person that likes to read adventure stories you could go to the adventure section and just have a lot of really well placed books and And screw the Dewey Decimal System exactly screw that you don't need that at all but what's really cool is he's actually very community minded like all of our favorite people in the city so there will be a ton of different events that happen a lot of speakers he's going to have a lot of signings there's a lot of really cool things to bring people together because the whole purpose of Commonplace is to bring people together and share stories. So he is currently in that little pop-up location and will be in the edge, the building, that apartment yes. Yes. building. Yeah, nice. be down there. Right, yeah. yeah, over in that area. Fantastic. Um, hopefully sometime in the first quarter again, we're looking at... It's right there, 13th and time. Walker. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. And speaking of that, I do have it on authority that Organic Squeeze there is reopening. I think March is the target date right now. There some re revamped concept so it won't yeah. be exactly the same but oh, they're gonna reopen yeah oh nice yeah i think that was always the plan but man they were that's such a massive space for them huge so space big. Like, i walked in there and just couldn't even grasp why it was such a massive space and i didn't realize until after they were gone how much i really liked that whole I, bar i actually went to probably about once a week yeah it was really good i missed that a lot 
I think that one of the reasons that they had to retool it is because I knew it was there and I never went. Mm. So shame on me. <laughs> yeah. When they retool, we all got to go. Yep. And yep. we got to take our drinks or whatever they make and we got to pop into Commonplace. Yep. Uh, you can get a book anywhere and, and it is very easy to get a book if you want it. And you can get it cheaper. What really impressed me about popping in to, to see Ben's new space was how interested he was in his customers. He, he is there. He is working that store. He's connecting with his customers. And there are two types of bookstores in the world. There are the escape your reality bookstores. And then there's the understand your reality bookstores. Like and Commonplace that. is very much that. Like, let's get a handle on the reality that we're living in today, kind of a bookstore, but in a very approachable, accessible way. Uh, I just, I felt comfortable immediately. I can't wait for their brick and mortar to, to develop. I think it's going to be a great addition to the city. I couldn't be more excited. It is. I mean, there's, there's a severe lack of bookstores anymore. Well, I love Full Circle, yeah. but you, you get sucked into the vortex of Penn Square Mall mm -hmm. and it gets yeah. harder to get in and get out. And, and so and who wants to go up to Barnes & Noble? I don't know what that is, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wait, it's uh, way before your time. I bet I'm older than you. The, you think so? Turn the mics off. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, the other thing coming to that area of Midtown that I'm personally excited about, and we all should be really, is Citizens Bank of Edmond is opening a branch. Yeah. Um, I believe it's in the building complex that where Barrios is now. I think yeah, Barrios just spaces. opened not too long ago. What gets me excited about a bank coming to town? <laughs> because like, of who's behind it. Yeah, I mean, if you're not paying attention to that bank, I mean, obviously, Herd on Herd is maybe one of their bigger things, but their commitment, like you were talking about the chicken beer and this person coming into uptown doesn't understand the community. They are the only bank I've ever, ever interacted yeah. with that I feel like understands the community. It's uh, Jill, Jill Castilla and Ann Shin. In fact, Ann Shin was here at our party. Yeah. <clears throat> I came to that party. I should have tried to meet people. Yeah. I feel like them missed that. That would have been a great mingling there. opportunity. There was some, some good mingling to be had at that. Was. Great connections to be made. Um, but I mean, personally, that's where I do my business banking is with them. Um, you business bank in Edmond? I do. It's that significant. I mean, with. For now. So can you say that Midtown. you brought them to the Metro? Is, is that uh, I only <laughs> recently started banking with them because it did take me a while to get to build up like the desire to, ahead, take credit to go it. to Edmund. But I, I did, I actually, my, one of my first ever conversations with Jill was, man, maybe like two years ago, it was pretty mm -hmm. early on in what we were doing. And we were talking about her desire to move and branch downtown somewhere. Wow. And I, we, we had a couple of speculative conversations about places they could go. So I won't say that I'm responsible for it, but I've I've been a part of that conversation for a long time. That's cool. I we got to meet her. I, I yeah. know we're on record for not leaving the metro, but I'm well aware that there are great people doing well, cool coming, things. So I'm glad here. they're coming here. Uh -huh. So we won. I yeah, guess we won. <laughs> Sorry. And if you haven't, I mean, and honestly, it's worth. I still need to go to see it actually open. But they just remodeled their location in Edmond, and it's ridiculous. Not in a like gaudy banky kind of way like in the fact that they literally tore down walls and it's a very european concept of a bank like you can go in and you're actually like talking to people and you're not like behind eight inches of bulletproof glass and 
Um, they've dedicated a whole upper floor to community endeavors. So there's shared spaces and workshops. People can come in and sort of a Dunlap Cotting kind of vibe. Like if you've got a nonprofit or an artistic mm-hmm. or a community related event, you need a space to hold a meeting or you want to start up a yoga business and you need a place to do some classes occasionally. They've got this sort of transformative space up there that they will do different stuff with. It's, oh, it's cool. really interesting. That's, awesome. it's, that's great. Just really good people. So I'm excited that they're coming down here because then I don't have to drive to Edmund to bank. <laughs> that's a win for you. I mean, you can do most things, you know, mobile deposits right. and all that kind of stuff now anyways. But when those big checks start rolling in. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. When do those start rolling in? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still waiting for that in my YouTube. Money, you know, there's so. there's something to, there's something to keep in mind right there. Talking about driving to Edmond, um, in case anyone was not aware of this, there's going to be construction. We talked on two thirty five. We starting on January second, basically yep. from oh thirty sixth. So now you literally can't drive to Edmond. It'll um, it'll be very taxing to secret, drive north and secret south route into Edmond. Head over to Eastern and there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So I can't get to Norman because of rush hour traffic, and now I can't get uh, to Edmund because yeah. of construction. But Dunkin' Donuts will be <laughs> my Dunkin' Donuts will be my neighbor coming down here. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff. I mean, we can start glossing over. Well, let's I mean, make sure everybody knows that uh, the Uptown Farmers Market will continue next year. Oh, you came back to Uptown. You just can't get away. Oh, I'm sorry. I just don't think we hit that one. I just, it's going to be. It's going to keep going on. So make sure that's on your calendar. I don't know what the date is for this, but here within a few weeks, the Midtown Rotary Spelling Beer will be occurring again. I think it'll be back at Will Rogers. That event was awesome. Yeah, that was a good time. I unofficially took third place last year. Was it third? Yeah, I unofficially yeah. took third place last year. I awarded it to myself. Were you guys at that last we year? We were not, but I. I want to make sure I go yeah. next time. They only awarded first and second place, but if they were awarded third place, happily judge this competition. Oh, the the judging of that competition is actually awesome because they have a miniature gong on the table. Oh. So if you spell the word wrong, they they hit the gong. I accept anyone's invitation for that job, <laughs> <laughs> and they'll trick you too because sometimes they'll give a foreign word for you to spell. You know, like. A, I can't remember what one that I had was, but anyway. Well, so you on. you would have got third, what? but I would have gotten third That's if they would have awarded loser. third place. Yeah. Wow, we've actually been going for a really long time. Have we oh, really? Have we? Yeah. That's what You're going to edit out all the <laughs> awkward stuff, though, right? No, that's <laughs> never. That's what our audience. That's wants. what we call the juice. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's, what they, that's, what they, that's what they turn the dial volume up a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, something's happening. I have I have hours and hours of us just being super awkward. That I'll just cut and right. paste and a, few, in. a few more minutes in here and there. But now there's a lot of other stuff going on in the city. I mean, we barely made it. That, just to show you, we barely made it past Thirteenth Street. Yeah. And, it's, and we barely made it past March, too. So. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's never been. Well, this is the second best time to live in Oklahoma City. A long time ago, they just gave you land if you were here on time. <laughs> they did. Or if you were here before. Um, well, in the early 80s, they just gave you money. Right. So those were good times. But culturally speaking, there has never been a better time to live in Oklahoma I City. I totally agree. 2017. I, I don't need. And I, I Tulsa's great. Dallas is great. Where? Oklahoma City is happening now. There's great things happening. There are so many talented, clever, creative people who are just trying shit in Oklahoma City. And the local populace is so supportive of that. 
it's a great time to live here and it's contagious. Yeah, absolutely. It it's is. just contagious. It just becomes easier. It's uh, magnetic. Aaron Cooper was tweeting about this the other day about how many people here really commit to shopping locally. Mm-hmm. And from yeah. being somewhere else, I thought, you know, man, I don't remember anybody talking like that where I used to live. I can honestly but say this here is the it first is happening. Year, every Christmas gift that I bought, I bought from a locally owned shop. That's amazing. And you yeah. can do that. And you can do it. That's and you're not, you're not like buying bad gifts. You're no, buying great no, gifts. No, they were not bad great gifts. Great gifts. No, I did some pretty serious local shopping. Yeah. Where'd you do your local shopping? Give them a little, give them a little call out. Give them a little uh, love. I went to the pop-ups. I mean, yeah, the a, pop-ups are great. That's such a great, just like it, the, all the shops come, come together. Like even if some of them that don't exist in brick and mortar, they mm-hmm. pop up literally out of nowhere and like, oh my gosh, I yeah. didn't even know there was somebody doing this here. Yeah. Or some of the other ones just, you know, pulling their wares from from wherever. Date with Iris. Yeah, Date with Iris is one. Um, R&R Estate Jewelers, um, another Western Avenue shop. Broadway Wine Merchants. Broadway Wine Merchants. Good, classy gifts. Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's one of those gifts. Scotch. There's never been a person that I've bought a bottle of wine or or liquor for that – was upset about the present that they got for Christmas. Oh, well, this big bottle yeah. of Maker's Mark, gee. <laughs> Give you, me mean, you mean that new Prairie Wolf whiskey? Or the oh, new Prairie Wolf. There oh, you go. Yeah. Well, there's, well there's done, about a sir. Well or done. Yeah. that left over there's there. Some right there. there you go, Chelsea. Oh, you can no. have it. Oh, yeah, like, I would love good. to have a Prairie Wolf hoodie. Wanna, we'll get it. Wanna, um, we'll get it. Yeah. Is that your dream board for 2017? Yes. <laughs> Anything Ooh, else on your guys' dream board for what do they call those? Oh, I think that's right. What's, what's on your Jeez. what's on your board? Well, wow. What are you gonna okay. wish into? You know, existence? you know, we're going to go see Roger Waters again in Tulsa. Oh, yeah, June first. Um BOP okay. Center. So that's on your the us and them tour. I'm really looking forward to the new construction that's occurring in the Paseo. Yeah. Yes. I uh I'm ready, I'm eager for that Scratch, to happen. Scratch um, is gonna be opening up over there in the northwest. It's corner. gonna be a wow. Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it actually gonna be another scratch or is it just gonna be a it'll be the second scratch, look, scratch? It'll be the Ooh, second scratch. That location, sounds great. Which scratches um started in Norman. Um but this will be their second location. Wow, that's great. I'd like to see Samir's expand. <laughs> so, you know, they, they, they moved into the furniture business or tried to. They I know, they're getting into the furniture business. Uh, they start selling some used clothes. They had a stove there, uh, a range. I was there this, yeah. this last week. They had a range for sale. If you need yes. one, head down to Samir's. You never know what you're going to find in that place when you walk in there. You're certainly not going to find any fresh Dude, little Debbie Dude, I've been looking for that kind of credenza. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, you know these little Debbie snack cakes still say uh, 2012 on them, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you two fifty cents. That was a vintage year. <laughs> what about you, Chad? Twenty seventeen. I man, I love seeing the progress of the city, and it will it will peak at some point, and it feels really good to look into twenty seventeen with confidence. Going, you know what? We had some some down years economically, but we did okay. Yep, and we're still here. And the city's still maybe thriving is not the word you would use, but we're it's moving pulsing. forward. Yeah, I mean, we didn't get to even touch on Stone Cloud Brewing. Yeah, uh, or, I, there's just yeah. countless Ninth other Street. things I that are happening. Bring that one up. Yeah, Ninth Street's re- still revitalizing. Yes. All that whole area is changing quickly. You've got the new brewery coming in there. You've got the um, the new guys that just opened up Twisted this last Spike. Twisted, Twisted Spike, Spike just yeah. opened yeah. up. I mean, we can't even, we don't have time yeah. to cram in oh, and then all the great things that are happening. That is coming in too. That 
can't even talk about. Well, and then it's a the, secret we brew. Got saw the it announcement exists, from. Um, they don't want anybody knowing they're moving you. Uh, local, I think that um, uh, Fat Tire Beer and Stone Beer will definitely be coming to Oklahoma. Those I know this. Here. I know this isn't local, but yeah, New Belgium. But those are local beers, respectively, from where they're from. And I, I could not be happier that they're going to be here. This whole podcast has kind of turned into a beer podcast it was a little by bit. mistake we have so much <laughs> well awesome. we are, there's sure. great beer happening but there's just so many great things happening yeah. in the city there's great cultural events there's an awareness and an appreciation for things that yeah. wasn't here and yeah. that's as necessary as the businesses like delivering yeah. on that are the patrons that are respectful respecting that and, and supporting it and that symbiosis has never been stronger. Right. I think it's no. a great time to be living been here. I just got to say thank you to Anthem again for this OK Pills I'm drinking. Have you guys been to Pritchard yet over there? In, yeah. Uh, yes, have we there? have. I haven't Yeah, been there new yet. spot just opened in the plaza. Definitely check that out. There's just, again, so many new spots, you can't even list them all out. And that's what I think, like you are saying about the Paseo, that's what's amazing to me, too, is like it's not just like uptown is, you know, 23rd Street was so just dead two years ago that it, it, it was a highway sense. to get people to the capital complex it makes sense that it's still developing there's all this stuff happening here but to see stuff happening in the paseo where like people kind of thought like oh it's been there for 35 no, there, there years nothing's ever going to happen construction in paseo in decades but there is you know midtown is going crazy midtown had plaza a district is heck of a, a 2016 they yes. end the year strong yeah and the plaza districts not only are we seeing the stuff like that strip mall there I hate to say that word, but the strip of shops there on 16th that got revitalized. But there's new construction. Yeah, it's tucking around Blackwell there. There's some cool new stuff Mm -hmm. coming along. Uh, Man, I still just rave about the the alley walls. Mm -hmm. Such a cool idea. It's, It's so fun to just walk around and see what's happening back there. And now what's happening too over in Film Row? You've got the the West oh gosh, Village yeah. development. Yeah, that was a big a announcement. Yeah, and Jones Assembly is going to come online next I year. We didn't even like talk that about name, that. But, <laughs> but hey still, man, I mean, we don't have. I shouldn't say we don't. We've had a a big need for music venues in the city. The city loves music. They yeah, really yeah. do, but we've never had the venues that we needed. You've got to have the, the 100 step. cap. You've got to have the 300 cap. You've got to have the 900 cap and the 3,000. You've got to have the whole range of venues. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Jones Assembly, I feel What's like it was about a 300 cap. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think it's is it might way bigger, bigger than that. Is it bigger than yeah. that? I think it's in the 800 to 1,000. So between We've like got, the Tower and Criterion maybe? Yeah. Uh, I think the Tower's bigger still. Tower's okay. bigger. But I the, think the trick with Jones Assembly is there's an indoor and an outdoor component. Mm-hmm. There's several spaces there, and you've got people who know music well and have got some good connections. Right. This town really hasn't had – we've had a couple of really great places for music – but this is also a city of over a million people. Like you can have more than one right. cool spot. You can have one more than one venue. And so we get a few of these on that have their their relationships and their networks, and they start bringing in the bands that they work with, and everybody wins. Yep. Yeah. And there's not just one great show every six months to go to or every two months. You've got great shows consistently, which is going to be good for our local bands too because they get a chance to – to be the main support for yeah. some of those bands, yep. which is going to help them build their uh, relationship with the city and then hopefully tour into outlying cities and stuff like that. It's just going to be good for everybody. Yep. That's awesome. I feel like we're... Yeah. 
we missing can, about half. The, I know. Half the thing. Sorry Easily. to all the businesses. Chelsea, anything you're looking forward to before we wrap it up? Just all of it, honestly. Like being able to be involved in that pulse. Like that's what's really cool. Yeah. Like there will come a time where you can do something every night of the week mm-hmm. at some place that is 100% local. Yeah. And that's what's really cool. And it's really awesome to see like these places, these restaurants that are opening and able to open second concepts or whatever mm-hmm. they are, and like seeing how everything is expanding. Just seeing how it's all supported locally, like I just can't, yeah. can't harp on that enough. How wonderful that is! All Five thanks five. to Steve Blackmire. <laughs> Blackmire, thank you, Steve. He had the vision for the city when none he of us did. did. That's right. And he stuck with it. All right, I said that as a joke, but it's actually probably more true than it probably. He, is. He's had a huge yeah. impact. His heart and vision for the city has probably kept us he going. He is definitely and, part of the heart of the city. And I think the one thing, just to say too, like there's so much other stuff happening in places that. That's what I think I'm most excited about 2017 is there are areas in the city, like literal, physical, isolated areas that I thought, man, it sucks that that thing is there because it'll never, ever be anything. But those are changing, like the big uh, co-op in Bricktown, which Bob Funk Jr. is basically about to close on, which has been a huge plot of land that's just been a it's been a an emergency break kind of thing. Like you couldn't get past that structure being there. And now with that development moving forward and all the other stuff that's happening with the quarter shore and the the park down in oh, downtown. Oh my god, like, you talk about that, the park. That, that whole, talk about the park. None of that. None yeah, of that. Basically <laughs> south part two of, of the Reno. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a part like, two. The whole south from between Reno and the highway is right now basically dead. And it's gonna start yes, being revitalized next year. Wow. And that's a huge deal. And even Bricktown in general, like a lot of people have a lot of things to say about it, but no, there's great the, stuff happening in Bricktown. The locals are taking over Bricktown. Uh, if you're not paying Good. attention to what's going on down there, you need to pay attention. Oh, that's going to be great. There's a bunch of stuff that left, and all it did was open doors for more people to come in. And yeah, the stuff that left is nothing that you miss. Yeah, the tourists don't even miss what left. Yeah, who cares? So, all right, well, Ooh. everybody, buckle in. It's going to be, be a, a great wild year. ride. Pay your taxes and then spend your money because the city's just growing. And come out and have some drinks with us. Yeah. We'd like to see you out and about. We'll see you at the Bunker Club. We look forward to meeting you. We'll see you at the pump. Yeah. You guys go anywhere else other than those places? (laughs) Those are your spots? I go to work. I have, a feel, I have a feeling this chicken beer place. This chicken beer place? I'm going to start going there. I'll be go, you'll be finding me at the Bunker Club. I mean, I'll be... I'll be going to Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts, yeah, you'll I find think, me there. I think I'm, one of the things I'm most looking for in 2017 is just being able to just patronize the crap out of 23rd Street. Like, I, look, I look forward to doing start bar in the morning at Dunkin' on Donuts, 23rd. And mm-hmm. by lunch, I'll be at Chicken Beer. And then by dinner. There you go. I need a pass to all the restaurants on oh 23rd. Because... I can't afford to eat all the places I want to. <laughs> That's a great idea. Sort of like a wristband that you get at the state fair that just gives you something from everywhere. You buy a wristband. It's like a key to the city. And you go on a call and you show this even bar your you wristband in line too, or a restaurant. Like oh, yeah. I feel uh, a I fast pass for uptown. <laughs> yeah. Sold. It's like, a, it's like a lift ticket when you go to the mountains. Yes. All right, we're going we're gonna to brainstorm this off okay. air because this, is, this really is a great idea. idea. I would pay $1,000 for an uptown <laughs> fast pass. The but uptown the, fast pass. Speak, to bring us back to uptown, the thing we forgot about that I shouldn't have forgot about because it has been both one of the most exciting things and the most pains in my ass uh, is Urban's. 
Mm, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. They're just and slow because there's no rush to get here because the tower's not open. Well, and and it's slow because they needed to cut a hole through the building. Yeah, they yeah. cut a hole through our waiting area. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. But so free buns for that. life, right? <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it no, works. I don't know if that's how it works, but... Yeah. Uh, Daniel, please. Daniel and I have a, <laughs> a tentative uh, agreement to have a meeting at some point. About, about our buns. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. There's an understanding. Yeah. As I told somebody the other day, if if he really wants to say no, I'll just take a chainsaw through that chase. <laughs> wow. Shut the business down. Like, well, no, hey. no buns for me, we no buns end for your bun. No buns for you. I'll become the bun Nazi. If you're still listening, follow us uh, <laughs> at As Told by OKC. We're, we're on your Instagram. We're on your Twitter. Tell your mom we're on Facebook. We want to meet you. But we're both pretty socially awkward in settings where we don't know people very well. So just know that we love you and we're excited about this city and about the people who live here. Awesome. I'm glad you were responsible enough to bring it back around. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I know my talking points. Yeah. (laughs) And in seriousness, I'll probably spend more money than anybody at Urban's. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Who'd be kidding? I can't wait. It's going to be literally like like just saves me a two mile drive up to Che. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just closer. It's not even two. It's like one. I know. It's like (laughs) 1.4. It feels like two. You drive there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here comes 2017. Here comes 2017. Here we go. Can't be more excited for it. All right. Be Thank safe on be safe on New Year's. Don't don't get dumb and ruin 2017 for anybody. Yep, okay, bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. awesome! That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show. Facebook.com slash Wafty Show. We'll see you next week. Woo!